Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This is the Annie Fry Show. Hey, Annie is off today, the day after Christmas show. Mike Elam, who's sitting in today. Uh, Leah's running the board today. Ryan Wiggins is running around the station. He'll be back a little bit later on this hour. Hope your Christmas was good. Hope you're finding those great after Christmas deals. If you're one of those folks who like to go out and uh, cash in on all the closeout stuff. I know Ryan was trying to go uh, make some deals on the wrapping paper and all that kind of stuff. So he said he was too early when he was trying to get that done. So I know what Ryan's going to be doing on his way back home. Hey, I wanted to introduce you to my friend John Weeman, who was joining us today. John, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Mike. Hope your Christmas was good. Christmas was good and uh, looking forward to the new year. John is the former Speaker Pro Temp of the Missouri House of Representatives. He is currently the Vice President of Workforce and Strategic Initiatives at St. Charles Community College. I appreciate you making some time on this holiday week. I know school's out, so I'm assuming that you're probably getting a week to decompress and uh, just kind of uh, relax a little bit. You know, it is nice uh, to, to work for a higher education uh, organization because uh, they do they do take off for the Christmas holidays. So I, I am getting that uh, that week of uh, time off. So I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I'm still doing a lot of catch-up work as well. You know, there's always something to be done, especially at St. Charles Community College. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because you guys have three campuses now. You just keep growing and growing and growing, and, and we'll touch on that in a little bit. But I wanted to reach out to you because um, you spent eight years in the – Missouri House, and you saw a lot of stuff uh, that happened in the Missouri House. But as we look forward into 2024, I don't know that I have ever seen a time going into the legislature where I would expect any less for our legislature to get done, if for no other reason than because it feels like half of them are running for other offices against people they're currently serving with. I was curious, what's your expectation going into the new year? Well, you know, I'm usually pretty optimistic about every beginning of every year um, that, you know, there'll be some things that'll get done. I know last year I was, a lot of us were, were pessimistic, I guess, last year. And, you know, they did get a fair amount of things accomplished. But, you know, given the circumstances now, as you mentioned, with you've got a major presidential election next year you have um you know many you know, our statewide candidates um all almost all of them are up for uh, election 
and you have a lot of open seats and and then you've got a lot of state senate seats that are going to be uh, open and, and then some uh, senators are being uh, incumbent senators are being challenged which is interesting and uh, also some house incumbents are being challenged so yeah i, I think it's going to be a little a little crazy down in jeff city uh this coming year so do you remember a time when you had that many people who were running for other offices while they're going into a session or is it just this is me paying attention I think it's a combination of you paying attention, and, and then this is kind of a little bit unusual. I don't recall since maybe when I guess Greitens ran for governor, uh, where you had that many statewide um, office holders that were up for uh, for election. Um, it, you know, the last the last time it happened was you know almost four years ago. You had all incumbents that were running to you know to, to retain their seats. And you had a few changes, you know, in the AG's office. And then when the governor got to appoint a bunch of different people because of one person, you know, Josh Hawley moving on, um, you know, that, that created some, some chain reactions. But this this will be kind of a new thing that hasn't happened in probably about 10 years. Well, now you've got Josh Hawley, who's actually up uh, for his U.S. Senate seat that yeah. he's going to be running. You've got a governor, you've got a lieutenant governor, you've got all those statewides. But then all you of have, them except for the auditor. All and, of them and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's all the statewides, and then you throw in, you know, half the senators, and of that, there are several of the incumbent ones that are being challenged. So when you were getting ready to go into a new session and you would sit down with the speaker and the leadership team, how did you guys go about putting together what were going to be your priorities as you go into session? Well, normally that happens uh, well in advance of the, the new session. Uh, we'll have our winter caucus meeting and you'd sit down and kind of talk with the fellow Republican caucus members and just kind of get, get an idea as to what's on their minds, what's in, what's you know of interest. Um, a lot you can tell by the number of uh, bills that are filed in particular topics. So, like, for example, this year, about right now, there's 690 House bills that have been pre-filed. And then on the House side or on the Senate side, uh, 556 Senate bills have been filed. So that's a pretty good clip of bills being filed. And now you can kind of go through those bills and kind of look and see which ones, you know, where the common theme is. I always say it's like Groundhog Day because it seems like we always tackle the same issues every year. It never really changes. A few, few little nuances here and there, but that's probably what's going to happen next year. And, and, and quite honestly, there's going to be a lot of people are going to be filing bills to, just to get attention. And, you know, those are ones that don't really have a chance of going anywhere, but they'll file them so they can get on the TV or get on the radio and talk about their bill just to get attention, you know, because they're running for office. I know a couple of those that have happened already that people have already started having those conversations. But yeah, their, their bills aren't going to go anywhere. They're not going to pass either chamber, but yet they, they file them just to, just to get attention. So I'm curious when you say it's Groundhog Day, and I agree with that because we see it a lot, uh, especially in in the legislature in Missouri. We have a lot of the same type of bills, the same subjects that keep coming up over and over and over year after year. Why is that? Why why do we not seem to get a topic settled for a while? I don't know what the real answer is to that, uh, Mike. Be honest with you, I, I've, I've kind of studied that whole concept of 
us, you know, constantly tackling the same issues over and over again over years. I think part of it is it just takes a long time to pass certain types of legislation. Um, and then, you know, life happens, things change, circumstances change. And so you have to go back and redo things. And um, I, I will say this, I'll tell you an interesting story. When I was a young man helping my dad run for state Senate back in 1990, um, I used to, back in the day when they had newspapers, you could actually go to the Missouri Press Association and you could go in and you could, you could uh, file a, a uh, an advertisement with them. And then they would put it in all the newspapers and, in, in, you know, in the, state of Missouri, you know, for one, one price. And it was really convenient. And when I was there, there was this old guy, he was sitting there and he had a, a big old book full of, of advertisements going back to like the forties and fifties. Wow. And I started, flipped, I started flipping through them and looking at these old advertisements of old politicians that we all, you know, uh, Hearns and, and Carnahan and, you know, just old, you know, elected officials from back in the day. And it was funny because they were all talking about the same things. We want better roads. We want better schools. We want, the, you know, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is, they're repeating the same things over and over again. So this is not a new thing. Go back and look at all the history of politics, and they're typically talking about the same things that we're always concerned about. Well, I, I realize that we're all going to worry about roads. We're all going to worry about schools because it's something that affects all of us. But it, has it always been the case, and I, I shouldn't say always, never use absolutes, correct? So it seems that we have been in a, in a holding pattern, and I'll say for at least the last three years, where the House tends to get stuff done and get it passed, and then it goes to the Senate, and it just sort of sits there until the very last week, and then it's how much stuff can we shove through the window and, and get it out the door before time expires. Is it, has well, it always been yeah, that way, say, or does it just feel that way lately? Well, I, from based on what I've talked to former legislators going back long before my time, it has not always been that way. Part of it has to do with term limits. Um, you know, although I still believe in term limits, I think term limits has definitely hurt us in Missouri, because um, now the bureaucrats and, and the executive branch are really in control of the legislature. Um, you know, by the time you, you get in there long enough to start, you know, understanding what's going on and being able to, to, to affect change, you're gone. You're, you're term limited out. Um, so I do think that's, we're, we're seeing the effects of, of term limits with regards to how government is operating, how the legislature operates. I mean, you can you can clearly see that the, the problems that we've been having recently in the House, especially in the House, were, you know, some staffers and some folks, um, you know, thought that they were in charge of the House and really ran the House for, for all intent and purposes behind the scenes. You know, when the Speaker decided that, you know, he wouldn't make a change, you know, they didn't like that. And, um, you know, I'm not a big, big uh, person that talks about the swamp, but I will tell you, you know, this is at the state level and the federal level, it sure looks like there's a lot of bureaucrats uh, in the administrative branch that are just running the show and not not Congress and not the, the state legislature. You know, with that being said, is there a reason why term limits have not been revisited? Because when I talk to a lot of state elected folks, they share that opinion. And uh, it's it's something that we can see to where you're Speaker of the House, you're going to get two years out of them. And then you're going to roll to a new speaker. So in terms of consistency, 
you really don't have a consistent flow of getting things done. And everybody that I've talked to pretty much agrees with that. Is there a reason why we don't go back and maybe change the year amount? Like right now you can do eight in the House and eight in the Senate. Why not just make it 16 total, spend it how you want? But no one seems to be even trying to... uh... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bring that up. Because it, you, all the polling data and everything else, you go out on the street and you ask the average person, the average voter, are you for, uh, for term limits? And they're going to say, yeah. And just you just cannot you just can't get past that. It would take a, a tremendous amount of time and education and money to get people to understand that term limits. While I, I still believe in them, and actually I've argued what we should do is get rid of this regular term limits, but have term limits on leadership, so you can't have a person be Speaker of the House for twenty years or be in in, in leadership positions. I think if you limit that, I think you'd have a better outcome than limiting the the terms of members. But, um, you know, I served eight years. I, I think for me, 12 in the House probably would have been good, maybe maybe 16. But I always say I probably wouldn't have been able to, to run for office if it hadn't been for term limits. So I don't necessarily disagree with term limits. I just think that they need to be a little bit longer and you need to maybe have limits on, on uh, leadership. I think if you do that, I think then you'll accomplish the goal of getting you know, reasonable amount of turnover in the in the House and the Senate, um, and that's really the problem. You, you, like you said, you're getting a new speaker every two years. It'd be like getting a new you know new CEO of a company every two years, yeah, or a new no new principal or a new. I mean, it, exactly. And and it's just you know when you when you're in leadership, you have your staff, you have the people that you know and trust that that help you you know execute the plan and. Um, you know, those people, a lot of them, you know, do stay there um, and manage to get a job, you know, the next person, you know, that's that moves up. But, you know, you do have turnover in this in the staffing, too, because a lot of times they're not paid as well as they are in the private sector. And so it's I, that's the problem right now. Our legislature at the state level, although it's not near as bad as Congress, but, you know, Congress has just really become inept 
Um, and it's not it's not as powerful as it needs to be in order to stop the madness. And the same thing at the state legislature level. I mean, just, you just have a legislature that's not as strong as it probably should be. Um, it's stronger than than you know Congress, but it's not as strong as it needs to be. We're talking with John Lehman, former speaker, uh, former speaker pro temp of the Missouri House. But your full time gig now is working at St. Charles Community College. I wanted to talk to you just for a couple of minutes that we have left here of uh, everything that seems to be going on at St. Charles Community College. I think the last time that I talked to you was when we were doing the ga- the groundbreaking for your Winsville campus of what's going to be going on. So you guys just have all kinds of things that are happening now across multiple campuses. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the, the things that are happening with the college. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it is because the citizens of St. Charles County uh, voted to uh, on the Proposition Community College uh, tax and, and bond to give us additional monies to, to do that expansion. Uh, we were fortunate enough, the timing was right, where we had some money from the state. The state, obviously, the ARPA funds and some other federal funds to help us with this expansion uh, into the uh, kind of our workforce campus out in Winsville. And they've started construction, and it's exciting that, you know, you start, start seeing the dirt moved around, and hopefully the building, will, they'll start putting the foundation down here in the next maybe couple weeks that you'll start to see it physically the building being built is is when you kind of get really excited but yeah i mean this is the future i mean we know that that we have to uh change and there's a lot of things that we're doing behind the scenes at the college to make it better and make it more responsive to the uh to the students and to the community and so you know dr cavalier and and her her leadership team is has been working pretty hard for the last couple years to to bring a lot of this stuff to fruition and we're starting to, it's starting to bear fruit now. Well, St. Charles Community College has a lot of exciting things, and I'm, I'm curious to see where that's going to go. I'm excited to see where that's going to go. And I appreciate you spending a couple minutes with us just to talk about, I know with your experience, it's good to get a non-biased opinion of what you're expecting to see in the legislature. And it sounds like we could still be hopeful that, that they may still get some stuff done, uh, despite all of the infighting that I think we can pretty much expect. Yeah, I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, although it, most likely it's going to be similar to what kind of happened last year. I think there's a, there'll be, you know, they'll get some, a few bills that need to get passed uh, through the House and the Senate. Um, but ultimately, the, the, the number one thing that the legislature has to do is pass a budget, a balanced budget. And I'm pretty confident they're going to do that. Well, go and do no harm, I guess, would be where we kind yeah. of end up. Well, John, I appreciate you taking the time. I hope your New Year's works out uh, fantastic for you and the family, and I will see you next year. You too, Mike. Enjoy being on the show. Thanks. Appreciate the time. Matt Pauly is going to join us on the other side. Uh, this is my favorite time of year when it comes to football because it is bowl game, bowl game, bowl game. There's like 12 of them on today. That may be an exaggeration, but there's a lot. So we're going to talk to Matt Polly. What's going on in the sports world? On the other side, it's Mike Elaman for Annie Fry today and 971 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 